Guys, so I just listened back to the episode, right? And I realized I haven't talked about the Jake Paul-Ben Askren fight or the upcoming Bellator Light Heavyweight Championship, which I do intend to do. Maybe not the Ben Askren fight because that's still a ways away, but the Bellator Light Heavyweight Grand Prix. I do intend to talk about it very, very soon. Dude, that Bellator Grand Prix is stacked. Please stay tuned. It should be good. Have a good one, guys. Enjoy the episode. Deuces. Everybody, here's episode number 13. It's either 13 or 14. It is 13. I wrote it down and I didn't see it until I said that. But what a fight by Kamaru Usman. We have to start considering that guy as one of the GOATs of all time. The reason I say that is because my cousin asked me, he's like, All right, bro, I have a question. Do you think people are going to start comparing Kamaru Usman to George St. Pierre? And I'm like, well, like, his actual question was, do you think people will start seeing him in that light? I'm like, well, we have to. He's like, but why? George was dominating, guys. I'm like, so was he. And as everything, as time goes by, the sport gets better, the competition gets harder. And, you know, like, you could say, well, George proved he's the GOAT because he went away for four years and then came back up a weight class and fought Michael Bisping. Yes, but Michael was around when George was in his prime. Like, Michael was also, like, towards the end of his career. Like, I believe if Michael would have won that fight, he would have never took the Kevin Gastelum fight and probably retired because he was talking about retirement after he beat Dan Henderson. Like, I'm not trying to shit on Michael Bisping or anything because I love Michael Bisping, but... Michael Bisping was an easier fight than Robert Whittaker would have been. Because people were saying that GSP should have waited for Michael Bisping and Robert Whittaker to fight. And he should have fought the winner of that. And I'm telling you, Robert Whittaker probably would have won that fight. That's how good Robert Whittaker is. He's younger. And then if GSP would have came back and fought Robert Whittaker, I guarantee you Robert Whittaker would have beat him. Robert Whittaker is the man. Can you believe he's gone 10 rounds with Yoel Romero? He won the first round against Izzy. Up until he got knocked down. But what can I tell you? Like, Robert Whitaker's just a savage. Anyway, so, as far as Go Talk, Kamar Usman is in there. I would even go as far as stuff on my social media at Punch in the Mouth Official. I started calling him Senor Usman. Like... That's when we, we need to start putting some respect on this guy's name. Because if he wins his next... I'll say his next fight. Like, he's basically cleaned out the division. He's beat everybody in the top five except Steven Thompson. But if he wins his next three fights, who's left, bro? 
I mean, there's still Hamza, but Hamza is dealing with really bad medical issues that they're saying he won't be back until maybe June at the earliest. Then you got Michael Chiesa, who I honestly believe is the dark horse of the division. Then you got um, Leon Edwards, poor Leon. That guy is just missing the it factor, like Chael Sonnen says. Be interesting. You got the rematch with Colby, the rematch with Masvidal. So, the future's looking bright for Kamaru And I did hear an interview of him saying, I'll move up to middleweight if Israel Adesanya decides to stay at light heavyweight. Like, a fight with Israel Adesanya, I guess, doesn't interest Kamaru Usman, which I understand it. Because... I don't know if this has anything to do with it, but they're both of African descent, and, like, I guess he wants to lift up the country rather than have two countrymen because there's not a lot of African competitors, let alone two champions at the top, which is what is happening right now, possibly three with Francis Ngannou winning on March 27th. I say possibly because nothing is a guarantee. How do we know Stipe doesn't go in there and absolutely smokes Francis again? All I'm saying is Kamar Usman deserves to be in talks for the GOAT talk. And and if Khabib was looking for a reason to come back, I don't think GSP would be the challenge. I think the challenge is Kamar Usman. Like, let's look at his winning record, bro. Let's look at it. His winning record, Kamar Usman, this is. That guy has won 17 fights in a row. He's on a 17-fight win streak. He's undefeated in the UFC. How many fights has he had in the UFC? He was 5-1. and one. His ultimate fighter win made him 6-1. So 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9... 10, 11, 12, 13. He's on a 13 fight. He's 13 and 0 in the UFC. What's Khabib's? You, I think Khabib has a similar record to 13 and 0. Dude, there's the fight to get Khabib back. Make him go up to 170 and fight Kamar Usman. You want, you want something interesting? That guy's interesting. I know a lot of people don't know this, but Khabib used to fight at welterweight. Khabib's dad wanted him to go up to 170. They didn't want him to be at 155 anymore. But I don't know if that fight will come to fruition because he has said in the past that Khabib has that he has no interest in fighting Usman and Usman has says that if he comes up, he would fight him, but that that's not a fight he was chasing. So for me, there's the fight right there, bro. Like... If you guys want Khabib to come back so bad, the fight's right there other than the Conor McGregor rematch that'll make him millions upon millions. But if he wants a win streak and all that stuff, it would be Usman because I don't think GSP is the right guy. Now, as far as Leon Edwards goes, I feel bad for him because he's number three, right? So, and Dana White has come out and said that he wants to do the Kobe Covington fight and then a few days... Later, Colby Covington says, 
No, I don't want to fight Leon. I either want to fight Usman or Masvidal. He didn't say that. He called them the names he calls them, right? But I'm not going to call them that. He says Usman or Masvidal. So where does that leave Leon? Well, I looked at the rankings. My favorite thing to do, as you all know. And the updated rankings are Colby Covington 1, Gilbert Burns 2, Leon Edwards 3, Jorge Masvidal 4, Stephen Thompson 5, Michael Chiesa 6. There's three possible names here. One, the first one he should chase because he's higher ranked than him is Gilbert Burns. The next one he should chase because not even Kamar Usman has beat this guy is Stephen Thompson. He hasn't beat him because they've never fought. The following guy he should chase is the number six guy, Michael Chiesa, even though that's going to be a little hard because I did hear Michael Chiesa has an injured rib, so we will see what, when he will be back in the octagon. But so if I'm Paradigm, I'm going, we got to get that Burns fight. If not Burns, let's talk to Steven. We represent him too. We can see where his head's at. If not Steven, we go with Michael Chiesa. Those are the three fights because while Michael Chiesa presents a grappling problem that if Edwards can show, he can negate it, it'll make a fight with Usman interesting. Because if he beats him, that's the tough guy he just beat and he has a win column. That would immediately put him over Burns. Like, because Colby's in this position where he doesn't need to fight anybody because he's talked so much smack that people would just watch him fight. Because they want to see him lose. And he's a really good fighter. Like, Kobe will bring in money. Whereas Leon didn't. Leon didn't. The difference between Leon and Usman is Usman fought anybody they put in front of him. Where Leon is calling for specific people. Where he just needs to fight at this point. Because he's not connecting with the fans. To put it bluntly. Like, it sucks because Leon's a very good fighter. But he's not connecting with the fans. Like... He would have been a good fighter for um, the Fedor era, where Fedor just let his fighting do the talking, but now, like, you need to have that charisma outside the cage. Like, it's sad, but true. Like, I didn't believe it at first, and then I slowly but surely started accepting the facts. Also, Gilbert's higher ranked, and Gilbert's looking for a fight. So, if I was Leon, I'd go with Gilbert. We're going to look at this weekend's fight card. Here it is. Blades versus Lewis. I'm going to go with Derek Lewis on this. And then I'm picking, I'm picking Alexi Olenek to win this fight and Andre Arlovsky to beat Tom and Tom, not Thomas, Tom Aspinall. And then I'll pick Phil Haas too. I like Phil Haas. Bro, I can't wait. I cannot wait for this fight. I just hope Derek Lewis wins so I can hear him say something dumb in the post fight. After and the after interview, like in his post fight interview, I couldn't think of the words. But in his post fight interview, I hope he wins so he'll say something dumb. Now on a most serious note, if Derek Lewis wins, what's his ranking? If Derek Lewis wins, he's four. And if he beats Curtis Blades, he's two. If you win by knockout, 
I'm holding out for the winner of Stipe Miocic and Francis Ngannou. But I don't know if he's going to win because Curtis Blades has come out and said that I'm going to wrestle this guy. Or you fight the winner, Rosinho Rosenstrike and Cyril Gain. Or you could do a rematch with Alexander Volkov. Either way. Either way. And Alexei Olenek, number 10, he's going to fight. Is the guy right? The guy he's fighting isn't even ranked. I'm picking Alexi Olenek in that one. So if I'm the Black Beast, if I win impressively, I wait for the winner of Francis Ngannou and Stipe Miocic. I just fight either the loser or the winner of that. Somebody outside of there. Now... We're going to jump into the future. After Alexi, I mean, not after Derek Lewis fights Curtis Blades, we're getting Rosini Rosenstrike versus Civil Gain or Cyril Gain. I always call him Civil, but it's Cyril. Um. Magomed Akilaya versus Nikita Krilov. Bro, I'm watching that. I, I am so watching that, bro. I cannot wait. This Magomed Akilayev guy is the future. If you guys don't believe me, watch this fight. Please watch this fight. It's going to be a great fight. And then Pedro Munoz fighting Jimmy Rivera? I can't wait. Now we're going to jump into the... Possibly the best UFC fight card in the of the year. I was going to say in the year, but it's of the year. Three title fights. You got Israel Adesanya going up to fight the champ Jan Brokovic. Amanda Nunes versus Megan Anderson. Piotr Jan versus Aljamain Sterling. Alexander Rakic versus Thiago Santos. Sangya Dom versus Kyler Phillips. Okay. Listen to when I tell you. The sleeper in this fight card is Alexander Rakic versus Thiago Santos. Alexander Rakic is higher, right? No, he's not. And then they probably have that wrong. The red corner should be Thiago Santos. So, okay. Let's see here. I love the title fights, but I'm telling you, the sleeper fight in this card is Alexander Rakic and Thiago Santos. Somebody is getting knocked out in that fight. Trust me on that. Trust me. Please trust me. If not, it's going to be a good fight and there's going to be blood everywhere. Blood everywhere, bro. The sleeper fight. There's going to be fight on that. I'm calling it now. Fight on that is Alexander Wreckage versus Thiago Santos. Piotr Jan versus Algermain Sterling. Bro, Piotr Jan just has that Fedor effect that... Unlike Leon, because I don't know if people really watched him. Like, 
Piotr Jan has that fader effect where if you know he's fighting, you're just going to sit there and watch. He doesn't say much because he doesn't speak very much English, but you're going to sit there and watch, and Aljamain Sterling is always fun to watch. The female GOAT, Amanda Nunes versus Megan Anderson. Now, okay, how am I going to put this? It may look like Megan Anderson is being thrown to the wolves, but I wonder if her tallness will help her against Amanda Nunes. Like, it, when Amanda Nunes was try, wants to try to hit her, she's going to tie clinch with her knee in the face and whatnot. So, this is a good fight. Like, I'm telling you, this could be the best UFC fight card all year, and it's barely the beginning of March that this is going to happen. And then the main event, Jan Brakovic versus Israel Adesanya. Like, if you follow the sport, this, as Israel, maybe young, but Israel, like, I don't need to talk about him so much. But, like, the interesting thing is, I, th I was thinking about this the other day. Look at the people that abruptly went down and up in weight class. The two examples that come to mind is TJ Dillashaw and Conor McGregor. Again, Conor McGregor is probably an extreme case because he jumped up to weight class. And then another example is Amanda Nunes where she was successful. But Conor McGregor jumped up to weight classes to fight Nate, Nate Diaz, right? And he was so used to people falling after he hit them that when it wasn't happening to Nate, he was like, oh, no. And supposedly that he had other things going on, a staph infection and whatnot. That's fine. But my point here is, he had a hard time when he moved up in weight. TJ Dillashaw had a hard time when he moved down in weight so much that he went on drugs, on EPO. He got caught for it to help him not get so tired. He got banned for two years. Where an example where it went well for the person that changed weight classes was Amanda Nunes. Because she, but she did it right. Like those who do it abruptly, like think of it this way. I believe before she fought um, Cyborg, when was her last fight before the Cyborg fight? Let me check. Before she fought Cyborg, she fought Raquel Pennington in May of 2018, and then she didn't fight Cyborg until December of 2018. That's seven months apart. Okay. Now let's go back. And Israel last fought Paula Costa in September. And this is March, right? That this fight's happening. So September to December is two months. No, October. Three months, sorry. And then January's four months. February. So he's gonna do it in a similar time frame Amanda did it. But, like, what I'm worried about is, because we all know, Israel Adesanya's looking jacked, bro. He's looking next level jacked. I wonder if that's gonna hinder his movement, if that's gonna hinder his speed, if he's ready for the power that Jan Brakovic is gonna is gonna bring on him because if his movement and his power I mean not his power if his movement is hindered like what can he do 
If he gets hit, he might go down. Cause don't don't forget, you all Romero rocked him. He's been knocked out by Al- Alex Pereira, who. If you listen to my last episode, I am a fan of... I cannot wait till that guy goes to the UFC. I'm talking like if it's if it's going to happen. Although, like, he has his foot in the door because he's in LFA. And, it, like, they're, they're there, bro. Like, it's there. So, we'll see. So, Usman, I don't remember if I said this. It looks like he's going to coach the Ultimate Fighter. Because originally... I know I'm digressing, but Usman is going to either look like coach the ultimate fighter against Jorge, and they're going to set that fight up later in the year, or it's going to be Jorge and Colby. But I think they're going with Usman, because since Usman called out Jorge, all of this came back into my mind right now. I'm sorry. I'll get back to Israel in a second. So Usman will fight probably Jorge next after they coach the ultimate fighter. Okay. So, Israel's looking jack. So, if if Jan Brakovic fucking is able to hit him... Because we all thought Reyes was just going to walk right through Jan Brakovic. Jan Brakovic had other plans. Remember what we said? He's like, I'm Brawly, bro. Not even Goku could walk through Brawly by himself. Him and Vegeta had to fuse to make Super Saiyan Blue Gogeta to stand a chance against Brawly. Like, even Super Saiyan Blue... Goku and Vegeta couldn't do anything against Broly. My point is, Jan says he's Broly, so I want to. I understand it's a cartoon. Don't get mad at me. If you became a fan of me, thank you. But I understand it's a cartoon, so I want to see what the extra weight like, cause that's something you don't think about. What's the extra weight gonna do to Israel's movement? If Jan hits him, will he be able to take the punch? Like these are all unanswered questions. But I promise you, the sleeper fight in this card is Alexander Rackage versus Tiago Santos. I can't wait, okay? Like, that's going to be the fight for me to watch. Um, another thing, Hamza is still having lingering issues with COVID-19 that they flew him either yesterday or today to Vegas so he could get the best medical care because I guess in Sweden they couldn't provide him. With the best medical care. They thought he was going to die, okay? Like, I'm glad Hamza, hopefully he's going to be okay with him being in the U.S. I hope he's okay because they're saying it's something with his lungs. They're saying they're hoping to get him in by June. But like his manager says, right now, the top priority is his health. And if it's not June, it'll be sometime after. But, like, if, if I was his family, if I was his manager, I'd be like, Hamza, don't even worry about that, okay? If I was you, I would just focus on getting better. So Hamzat, get better, brother. You got to help me prove all these people right, that you're the truth. Like, a bunch of people still don't believe me. Some people do, but a bunch of others don't. And I want you to help me prove that you are the truth. Because I know you can be double champ. He's going to be double champ. Hopefully this whole COVID thing doesn't harm him too much. Like, he'd be a crazy fight. I wish him and Kiesa would have fought. That would have been a crazy fight. I wish him and Leon would have been able to fight the day after my birthday, but COVID had other plans. But we'll see, bro. I think I pretty much covered it all within 30 minutes. I'm kind of proud of myself. Mm. 
Let me see here. Where are my notes? Yeah. And then the last thing I want to talk about is Julian Marquez. That dude wins his fight on Saturday, right? And then he does one of the coolest things I've ever seen anybody do. Uh, Ask Miley Cyrus to be his Valentine's. Not only does she answer, she says, she pretty much said yes if he did one thing. He goes, Miley Cyrus, will you be my Valentine's? And she goes, shave MC for Miley Cyrus in your chest and I'm yours. Congrats on the win, love. She said something to that effect. And bro, does this guy not blow it? He goes, he says something along the lines that get a henna tattoo uh, that says the Cuban Missile Crisis, not the historic event. That would have been horrible. His nickname is the Cuban Missile Crisis. Because I was like, what the hell does Miley Cyrus have to do with the Cuban Missile Crisis? But his nickname is the Cuban Missile Crisis, right? This Julian Marquez guy, he goes, get a henna tattoo of the Cuban Missile Crisis above your belly button and I'm in thug life like bro what are you doing she's practically saying yes you're the one that asked her she didn't ask you for anything you're the one that asked her she gave you a response and then you you go and demand something like dude what's wrong with you like you blew it bro like you should have like DC that you should have done it for the picture send it that's it and then took it off and let the hair grow back within a few days weeks but like Dude, you dropped the ball. Even though that dude is my hero. Like, he's my hero for doing what he did and asked her to be done. He's my hero in that sense. But telling her, get a head tattoo of the Cuban Missile Crisis on top, above your belly button. And then he puts right there, hashtag thug life. And then he comes out and says that he swears he hasn't messed it up with Miley Cyrus. I'm like, dude, yes, you have. Like, you messed up so bad. But that's all I got for you guys, okay? So I'm going. Derek Lewis, don't don't pick these. But if you've been listening to this show, you saw you heard I picked Gilbert Burns last week. So I lost badly. But I'm going with Derek Lewis, Alexi Olenek, and somebody else. Who else was I going with? Andre Orlowski, I just remembered, but I'm going to check. I think it was, the, so, Derek Lewis, Andre Orlowski, and Alexi Olenek. All right, guys. Enjoy the fights. I'll see you guys later. Peace. I know it was a short one. Next time, I'll make it a little longer. I've been super busy, and I wanted to get this out to you. I've been busy sending email trying to get insider information. Hopefully, next time, I can bring you guys better info than... Things that I'm hearing about from other people. I hope I could get you guys the source. Anyway, deuces guys. Later.